0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the PR Playbook. My name is Kay. I'm going to be coaching you through your business goals and projects. This first episode is brought to you by Sheena's Hair Emporium. That's S-H-E-E-N-A-S, Sheena's Hair Emporium. You can order online at www.sheenashairemporium.com and use the code She1. that's S-H-E-W-O-N, for $50 off your order. If you're here local, you can shop in the store at She Salon. everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to the PR Playbook. My name is Kay. I'm going to be coaching you through your business goals and projects. I have my good friend and business partner in a lot of different ways and projects. Kalandra Davis here with me. She's going to introduce the first episode of this project. So what's going on Kalandra?
1: Hey everybody. So um, I guess we're here basically to have a Normal conversation. I want to get to know, I know about you and what you do with Rain and Melanin because we're working together. I want to know more about the K that I don't always get to see or that I'm not really working with. I want to know about K Creates. I want to know what inspired you to do this podcast.
0: Yeah, well, the podcast really came from this need and this desire to drop this ebook, the PR playbook um and the fact that i have been listening to so many podcasts here lately and i feel like podcasts are really kind of where people are going when it comes to engaging with people that they want to follow or just that they aspire to be like, because let's be honest, people just don't have time to read anymore. And I feel like I've been blogging for so long and I've noticed a decline in my stats. And I think it's just simply because people just don't have time to read it anymore. Um, and so, you know, one of the people that I really inspired me to do this podcast was Eric Thomas. And I listened to Eric Thomas probably almost every single day. Um, you know, I listen to the read because it's funny and it's very, you know, inspirational. And they, they, they—it's just funny. It's, it's messy, and I, and I like being at my desk and laughing to, you know, Kid Fury and Chris. So I think it's funny. But I really stopped well, On my drive to work. I noticed that. I was struggling to find that motivation because I wasn't working with clients as much. I was I was I was working, working, you know, an eight to five, like most people that I work with are. And I wanted to get that motivation like I needed to. And so I started listening to Eric Thomas's um, podcast and, you know, he was just talking about how, you know, they had their issues with the podcast and people weren't really buying the books anymore. And, you know, he wanted to monetize. And I realized the people that I work with are so busy that maybe this is the avenue to go. Um, And so I've really been wanting to do this for a while. And I kind of started researching different ways. And I thought, you know, I'll just go out to the Apple store and buy a microphone. But then I realized, you know, if you really want a project to work, you have to be willing to invest in it you know, that's why I really wanted to get the studio together and have an opportunity to have a a place where people could come and interview. Obviously, since this is the first episode, I really just wanted to have you in because, you know, our conversations are, are very fluid and I knew that you would be a great introduction piece, or a great introduction coast. But after this, I plan on definitely having people who um, I think are doing business really well and interviewing them. So definitely be on the lookout for that.
1: Right. So I heard you mention mention the PR playbook. Um, can you kind of tell me what is the PR playbook? So the
0: PR playbook came basically from, you know, the way that I treat business in the way that I treat my projects comes from years of, um, just a life of sports. You know, I, not only did I play basketball, um, some of my biggest mentors and motivators were my coaches. And it's because, you know, and, and, even though, um, you know, unfortunately I tore my ACL and wasn't able to pursue sports like that, it's that it's that devotion and that dedication and being able to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning when you're tired and, you know, in high school really just kind of having that mindset of wanting to to take things to the next level. And also, you know, that's one of the big reasons why I would bring Los on because You know, for a lot of people's business and a lot of aspects of business and certainly what you and I do together with Rain and Melanin, it's about a team and it's about, you know, playing your position well. Um, Right now, for this part, I definitely feel like the PR playbook comes from the fact that I work with people who are so amazing and so dope in their own rights, but still kind of need that coaching. You know, all the best players have to have some type of coach. That's not me looking on the outside saying, you know, I'm your coach because I'm better than you. It's me saying, you know, I have different experiences and I have some things that will help motivate you when you're tired and help give you that skill. Um, And so the PR playbook, you know it 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 came from obviously you know the the ebook. And I sat down one day and I was just kind of at my desk and I was like, what are things that I do every single day that affect my business? What are things that have helped me train people through their projects? And I came up with four principles and it was an offense, defense, practice, and then the principle behind it all. Um, And so hopefully every episode, you know, I definitely want to kind of take a different industry and show people how all four of those things definitely um, you know, can be used in any type of business, set up a good offense. Like, let's say, you know, you sell a product that's just basically your marketing. That's one-on-one, you know, how are you getting new clients? How are you reaching out to your clients? Are you using social media? Are you using email blasts? Are you, you know, investing in radio and television? Is that your industry? Is that, is that where your biggest return on investment is going to be? Um, and then your defense, working with so many different clients over the years, you know, I've seen people get into business situations without a contract. I've seen people, um, you know, lose their licensing because they didn't renew in time. I've seen people just basically kind of what happened with me in the the AABP, and that's just kind of, you know, getting married to things. And you don't always have to do that, you know. I'm thankful for that situation because, of course, you and I wouldn't be working together. But at the same time, I married that organization. I put my name on so many aspects of what we were doing. I put my, um, you know, my signature on emails. I reached out to different people. I made different connections. And it ended up, for better or for worse, for good or for bad, you know, not even getting into the details, it ended up just not being the right fit for me. Um, You know, and what happens? And so the best thing to do from a defensive standpoint is don't get married to anything um, before you date it. And that's, and that's just, you know, you have to protect your name. You have to protect your aspirations. And number one, one thing that you will always hear me talk about in this podcast is you got to protect your finances, Um of some you know I meet with clients all the time and it's just not the right time for them to work with me because they don't necessarily have that mindset that I'm I'm really looking for in a client if you come to me and you're sitting on five six thousand dollars of products whether it's t-shirts makeup hair jewelry whatever it is five or six thousand dollars uh you know worth of product and you're still buying more product without selling what you have your mindset's not there you know it's 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 all about checks and balances if you put in like for us we're raining melanin a lot of people were asking why we chose the venue that we did um and it was because we wanted to be able to have a free event had we paid for that venue you know we would have been in the hole and we we talked about it right
1: right right and that's true
0: We would have, you know, we would have been in the hole significantly, and that's just not where we wanted. I wanted us to, I think together we had come up with the agreement that we wanted to hit the ground running, not limping. If you spend a $700 on your event and it's your first event coming out, you know, you have to recoup that money just to be able to call it a success. And I wanted to be able to call it success, not for us, but for the people that came. Right. Right. I
1: I heard you mention um, the Arkansas Association of Black Professionals, which that's where we met, and that was a few months ago and since then I've seen you put in the work for them for Rain and Melanin but how long have you actually been doing this work
0: oh yeah so you know it's funny because a lot of people mention K Creates but you know some of my people and I gotta stop you know and just say if y'all are listening and you've been following me since Phenomenal K Days you know thank you so much for your support Um. so basically what happened with me and you know it's not I try not to get too emotional, but it has been a long journey. Um, I started this business, or I started thinking about this business back when I started working for Apple. Um, I, I worked for the first Apple store here in Arkansas. We opened up the store in, in the promenade. And people would come in and they would bring in their iPads and their MacBooks and they had, they had their own business or they had projects or business goals. And it was our job to figure out how to... It was our job to help them figure out how to use Apple products to move things forward. And that's when I realized that I had such a significant love for entrepreneurship and small business goals. Um, I went on maternity leave with Apple. You know, I have a three-year-old. And so while I was gone, people were reaching out to me directly. And, you know, being with Apple, I was not able to consult. But I had several clients that were basically saying, you know the people who are really busy, the the first clients that I ever had, nobody ever knew who they were or saw them. I started working with Rodan and Fields clients. Um, they sold skincare, and these are women that are paid to top to bottom. They have a lot of money. They weren't worried about my services. Um, you know, not um, none of them were black. They do business on a completely different, with a completely different mindset that. Um, that we as black people do business on because they're used to seeing people invest thousands of dollars in, you know, franchises. And they know that you got to spend money to make money, which, you know, I love my people, but that's not always how we do business. Uh, so I, I got an opportunity to really just be propelled into this. And and people were saying, you know, okay, I can't learn Pinterest. I don't get it. I don't understand. What you mean I got to pin this and pin that? Will you just do it for me? And so, I came. Up with a couple of packages, and basically, I was kind of acting as a social media assistant for the most part, reaching out to different people that they wanted to um, to reach out to for their skincare line and things like that. And um, so that was, you know, fast forward. I left Apple. I came back from maternity leave. I was making more money with my side hustles and my projects than I was. Um, you know, working there. So it made sense for me to start my own business. I ran my business solely with no other income for a year and a half. Um, It had its ups and downs. I really kind of got away from my ideal client, which were the people that would write a $1,500 check every month and not think about it and started focusing more on working with people in my community and people who were really trying to get away from their other jobs because those were the people that inspired me. Um, But then I ran into, you know, just a lot of issues with, um, you know, to be honest with you, just consistency. And I wasn't promoting myself. I wasn't picky about my clients. I was taking anybody on. And you can not do that um, because not everybody is ready to have a publicist. Not everybody is ready to have a marketing manager. It sounds good to say, you know, I would love to have an assistant right now today. I would love to have somebody that would drive me from appointment to appointment so I can do my makeup in a car. I would love to have somebody who would put stuff on my website because it doesn't get updated nearly as much as it should. But to be able to find somebody that I can trust that has a skill set that I have, you know, that's putting that's putting negative equity into my business. So how do I recoup that? I'm not at that point right now. It sounds good, but it's not necessarily the right moment for me. So K Creates did not start as K Creates. Um, K-Create started as IT Solutions with K. I had no bank account. The first time somebody ever wrote me a check, I had no bank account. Um, they wrote me a check, and I was too embarrassed to go back in the house and say, you know, can you write this out to Kaylee Chambers? And so what I did was, within a process of 48 hours so that I could get paid, I filed as a, um, an organization. I went to the library. I did the research. I figured out... If I wanted to be an LLC, and we'll get into all of that, I'll post a link on my website to show you guys if you're if you're curious about what you need to, to file as. Um, I filed as an LLC. Um, I got a tax EIN number. I went to Bank of America. I got a business account with my name on it. I got some checks. I didn't do things the right way. I wasn't ready for the success that I got, and which is another reason why the PR playbook was so important to me because every single week I see somebody on my face, Facebook timeline who is basically saying something along the lines of, oh, I just ran into a bad graphic designer who didn't get my project, and he won't give me my money back. Well, you didn't go through PayPal, so now you can't dispute it. Or, oh, you know, I have, I, I, you know, I've been waiting on my website for six weeks. Did you set the expectation? Did you get your references? Did you know who you were feeling with, fooling with? And so I realized, you know, I've been giving y'all this knowledge for so long, and the PR playbook is really about protecting people. It's about that defense. It's about the offense. It's getting you, getting you your money back. Um, it's about the practice of the day to day things. What are you doing day to day that's helping you recoup that money and and make your project successful? And then it's about the principle, because man, when y'all when Los comes in here, you'll be under able to understand why I keep people in my circle like I did do, and it's because that man has so much. Knowledge when it comes to being able to make, it's it's business owners. You can you can have all the money in the world. You can have a lot of experience, but you have to have that gut feeling. Uh, is this the right thing for me? Do I have the right team around me? And know when to kind of. To, to switch things up a little bit. Um, so K-create started with IT solutions with K I was I had a client in Stuttgart that I would uh, I was like doing routers I was doing some of everything Anything that I learned at Apple I was monetizing um, from photography to graphic design anything that I spent any type of training Apple was really really good about making sure that you're always learning something new so if I felt like if I could do it once or twice I was charging people for it. Um, and, you know, so that's kind of, and then I realized with IT Solutions with K, it was first off, did nobody know what it was and how to say it. I had a big, gaudy logo. It was the big bee with the crown. And the whole motive from that kind of came from I was the queen bee and I was inspiring all of these, you know, these different hives and that everything connected, which is very true. Like, I feel like I introduced people, I put them together. Um, but you know, it was I just wanted to be cleaner, I wanted to be a little bit more agile, and you know, my photography really kind of started taking off. Um, and then I realized like what somebody, I think somebody asked me, what do you do? What is it that you are? And I'm like, I create things. I create things, I coach people, um, you know, you really can't too much, put just one or two labels on what I do because at the end of the day I, I, I do whatever it takes to get people the results that they need so that's kind of where K creates K from
1: nice nice um So, I know one thing I value about our friendship is that we're both inspired by the community. Me, as a community organizer, and listening to you say that you actually stepped away from your ideal partnerships because you wanted to, you were inspired by those in the community. What else inspires you? What
0: other partners are you working with now? You know, I've kind of, I don't know how to say this without it coming off the wrong way. My, I, I, I see people for who they are. And where they are, and where their businesses are, meaning that if we're gonna just do photography, and you're still gonna be building your own website and doing your own flyers, I'm okay with that. But let's set the expectation, um, and then you know, let me bill you accordingly. I think I used to be in that type of situation where I would just, oh well, I can do this, and I can do, you know, you want a new logo, I can do that, and it it just it, it's too much. I won't take people on for like an assistant or like here I am. I'm Willing to do anything for you at any time, type of client. Um, if I don't foresee it being something that can either be financially prosperous or can grow my career. Like, if Lowe's called me right now and asked me to do something, I would do it. If Sheena called me, I would ask her to do it. Uh, you know, I would be I would be happy to do it. If you call me, of course, I have about maybe five or ten other projects. Jay Gumbos is one. I've had both locations for over three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of came from just the need of, you know, if you go to the national Jay Gumbos and you look at their photography, it's terrible. Like, the food does not look good you don't want to eat it um and so I came in with my camera and I just started taking taking the pictures and posting because business owners restaurant owners that ideal client that you're talking about the one that just is so willing to pay me they just don't have a time from a photography standpoint and and from a PR standpoint you know, I'm really—I have a client in California. He's a fashion designer, and he and I are are really growing his brand and figuring out what that what that's going to look like for him. Prom season really took him for a whirlwind, and hopefully now that that's slowed down, we'll be able to work on that a little bit more. Um, you know, of course, I do have some connections in New Orleans, um, you know, potentially looking at what it would be like to relocate to that location. But to be really honest with you— you know I love Little Rock and it's 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 one of those things where both of my parents are actually one thing that a lot of people don't know is both of my parents are actually from the UK so we you know my my uncles, my cousins, everybody is, they live in England. And then, you know, my brother lives in New York. And we're here because my dad is, uh, he's a scientist. He studies, he's, he studies and writes grants and he's in cancer research and multiple myeloma. So Little Rock is, is home for us and it's been home for us for a really long time. Could I probably be more successful in a different city? Yeah, absolutely. But there's just something about being from Little Rock and living here that a lot of people don't understand. I'll get on the phone with people who are heavy in Atlanta or heavy in Texas. Oh, Okay, you know, if you came down here, we could get you set up. And, you know, the photographers out here are charging three, four, $500. But at the same time, Because the cost of living is so low here, there are so many people that are working on other projects, and I think that that's where I've been able to really make an impact is all of the different people who are really trying to get out of that nine-to-five life.
1: So, speaking of Little Rock and the love you have for Little Rock, where do you see the PR playbook fitting in on a local scale? What kind of impact do you think the PR playbook can make on a local scale?
0: You know, if I can give it to all of the kids that are graduating high school and just need that motivation, I'd be happy to do it. If I can just put it in the hands of the people that have been working on their different projects for years now and it's not been financially prosperous like it needs to, um, you know we can get involved in our businesses and put a lot of money into it and put a lot of time in it and if it doesn't start to pay out financially, you know it, it. I tell people all the time, don't hate your business don't put yourself in a situation where you start to dread and regret your business, let it inspire you I have bad days, I'm not gonna lie to you I have bad days, I have bad weeks, I've had months where I haven't sold a single contract. But at the same time, just the fact that I have something that fuels me and and wheels me out of my bed when I'm tired and, and pushes me out of my car when I don't want to get out and go to another meeting. I'm on my third one. It's been a long day. I have something that belongs to me and I want everybody to have that. And that's why I'm coaching y'all through some of the harder parts. That's what the PR playbook is about. Yes, it's going to be hard work. No, it's not going to be easy. You will fail sometimes. You will come up against competition who is doing better than you. You will have times where you, you you put in the time, you put in the practice, you put in the hours, and it's still not necessarily giving you the results that you want. But let me coach you through that because everybody who is great has had that issue. You look at Steph Curry, you know, you look at your LeBron James, you look at your Michael Jordan. every, you can take any type of, and that's just basketball, you can take any type of sport, Serena Williams, you can take any type of sport with any type of major player that people aspire to be like, and I guarantee you they hit a, a rough time in their career. And a PR playbook is really just about coaching people through through those transitions. Hey everyone, once again, thanks for tuning in to the PR Playbook. We're going to give a big shout out to Motivation Lowe's and everybody at 7 Social Lounge with iPartylr. That's iPartylr.com. If you're looking for something to do on Thursday night, head over to 7 Lounge. It's at 824 West Capitol. That's here in Little Rock. And uh, ladies are free until 11 p.m. So everybody go kick it with my boy Lowe's. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da.